It's the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. It's the middle of the week. That means it's time to power rank the NFL teams heading into week eight. Tom Opfer and Jacob Recht with you here on another edition of the Steelers Standard. It's time for the entire league to tune in because our opinions matter most, and this is the true analysis this is the true determining factor of who truly is among the top 10 teams i'll tell you what my no one respects our opinion or no opinion is respected more when ranking teams than the two of us my power rankings are shocking and when we're finished you'll see why it's shocking but let's get things rolling here am i gonna need new shorts pepper needs new shorts pepper might need new shorts Let's start at the bottom and work our way up, as always. Top 10, number 10 for me, the Baltimore Ravens got shellacked by the Cincinnati Bengals. Shemacked. I mean, they got smoked. They were creeping into my top five. They were in my top five last week. After that performance, they fell all the way back to number 10 for me. I still think they're my favorite to win the AFC North. I, I guess that's probably just years and years of Bengals demise that I've witnessed that it's hard for me to really buy into them fully. The Browns are super injured and the Steelers, well, the Steelers have been the Steelers so far this year. So still think they're probably the front runner to take that division. They're obviously not as juggernaut as they could be though, if they had a fully healthy roster at their disposal. They don't though. Nope. So and they, no won't, they won't for the rest of the year. Uh, they go as Lamar Jackson goes and that's a lot to be on the shoulders of, of number eight, even though that MVP can handle that kind of a workload. You just wonder if you can get to a Super Bowl with him being the guy that's got to carry you there. So still think they're the favorite in the North. Tough, tough loss they had to swallow this week, dropping them down to number 10 on my power ranking. I might bring some more spice to my number 10 than you do, Tom, because the Baltimore Ravens don't even crack my top 10. That's, that's nuts. Why would you drop them out already? They're 5-2, for God's sakes. I have fellow AFC North rival, the Cleveland Browns, as my— Why would you have a 4-3 and three Browns team in there instead of the this Ravens? This is called the power rankings, Stupid. Tom. Your rankings are Right dumb. now, my rankings rank the Cleveland Browns as a more powerful team in the NFL because okay. their team has not been just skidding by with, with miracle wins against— the Colts on Monday night, huh. and and a 66-yard field goal against the Detroit Lions. And let's not forget, the Detroit Lions are huh. a team that, yes, what? Can I'm you, just trying to think Give me your thoughts during my power rankings. I'm just trying That's to think I love here. To hear. All these miracle wins ended up being wins. Yeah, good for But them. all these close losses for the Browns, those ended up being what? Yeah, okay. Losses, right? A- am I talking about, when I'm talking about the ra- the Browns, am I talking about them they facing really, against the Lions? They almost and lost the Colts. To the, they almost lost to the Broncos. Did the Browns did the Browns almost lose to the Broncos with no quarterback, no receivers, whoa, whoa, or, or whoa, no whoa, running backs, whoa, 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 no one on whoa. defense, no offensive tackles whatsoever? No quarterbacks. We just spent a whole episode saying how there's no real drop off between Baker and Case Keenum. Not their starting quarterback, neither starting running back. Weird to say neither starting running back because, yes, they have two. Neither starting tackle. Uh, no Denzel Ward. No JOK. I'm sorry. Do you want me to keep going? I I'm mean, sorry. I'm sorry. Did the Browns almost lose to the Lions and the Colts, or did they almost— You're right. Because or, did, or did they almost beat the Chiefs, the Chargers, 
Yeah. What, what, are, are the Ravens the picture of health all of a sudden? They went through that Lions game without their top defensive, well, their second best defensive back because they're not going to have them all year. They don't have their top three running backs in football. They all of a sudden just made the magic wand and they're the picture of health all of a sudden. Sorry. Moving on to number nine. I had the I had the Cleveland Browns number ten. You had the Baltimore Ravens number ten. Yeah, and you're wrong. Number nine. I got the Las Vegas Raiders. Another wow. five and two team. Because I have no idea what your top ten is going to look like. Vegas Raiders definitely deserve to be in the top ten. I think that team hated John Gruden. I really think that they are rallying around this new head coach. I think John Gruden was just a dinosaur in that facility, and everybody knew it, and they Derek Carr just pretended to be best friends with him. I really think that there was some animosity between Gruden and that entire team, and I think you're starting to see it. I mean, I think they've played probably – they played well all year, really, but they've played two pretty, re- pretty good games following the absent or the dismissal of John Gruden. So, I, I think the Raiders are a team that's going to push for those wild card spots all year long, and I-, I like what I see out of this offense. I mean, when you can dominate the Philadelphia Eagles and put up as many points as you did with no Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs having to leave that game due to injury. They're a pretty high-flying offense, and Derek Carr's playing really well. A big question for me is Derek Carr's health because I think he always tends to get injured late as the season rolls on, so something to definitely keep your eye on. But really impressive start. Other than the Bengals, probably one of the most surprising teams in football right now, the Raiders at number 9. Totally fair. I had them just outside of my top 10. I'm interested to see how the season progresses, how much they truly rally around their new head coach and how much – they can build win- or stack wins and, and sustain that success. Uh, honestly, I mean, these past two weeks for them, going up against Denver when two weeks ago when we thought they had no chance to even practice during the week, we thought Denver was going to win that game. And then going up against Philly, not not a slum, right? Not not someone to just say, oh, it's an easy win, but they dominated that win. What was the final score of that 33, game? 33-22, but it wasn't even that close. It, w- it really wasn't that close. I think at one point it was like 30-6, to six. so never really that close of a game. They scored their most point totals, 34 against Denver, and then they tied their high-water mark at 33, also did that against the Ravens in Week 1, in the two games after Gruden left. Right. So it so, can show you that where they're headed without John Gruden. It's really uh, good offense, apparently. <laughs> We have we it's weird how we have very different lists but at the same time somewhat similar because I have a different AFC West team here in my number nine. I have the LA Chargers. Uh when you're on the bye week, that obviously doesn't move the needle for you that much. So their most recent memory for me was losing getting smacked by the Baltimore Ravens. I'm not even gonna talk about the Baltimore Ravens anymore because it's just gonna cause more tension between the two of us in terms of how we feel about that team. Uh, but for me, after losing like that, having Justin Herbert's worst game of his young, less than two-year career, uh, you really got to come back in a big way. I don't know who they're playing this week, but I assume, I, I, I'm, I think it's safe to assume you won't see a performance like that uh, too soon into the future from Justin Herbert. My number eight team in the power rankings was a team also coming off of a bye this week in the AFC, the Buffalo Bills. They lose their Monday night matchup against the Tennessee Titans in week six. They are idle in week seven. They're sitting at four and two. I think the Bills are one of the better teams in football still. They got the Dolphins at home this week. They're going to destroy them. Total get right 
back on the right track kind of game. I mean, if the last Bills loss is any indication on how they handle the games to follow, they're going to murder teams for the next couple <laughs> of weeks because that's how they followed up the loss to the Steelers, which just absolutely dominance. And the Dolphins are one of the worst teams in football to kick that th- th- oh, to kick that off with. So, and they already wait. They play the Dolphins this next week. They play the Dolphins. They play the week. Dolphins in week two, and I think they put up forty points against them. So they're it, going was, it wasn't that that thirty-five to nothing game. Yes, and it's in Buffalo this time now. So Good it's going it's gonna be tough for Tua and the the Dolphins in that one. So, the Bills, like I said, still very impressive to me. I expect them to work their way up this power rankings in the weeks to come. Totally fair for me. My number eight team. The Dallas Cowboys. Mm. I have a lot of respect for this team. I just want to see them. Just not as respect as me. I mean, okay. I respect them more. You'll find out later. Okay. I I respect the Bills more. You'll find out later. Mm, How about that? But uh, for me, the Dallas Cowboys, always talking about NFC East teams with a little little grain of salt. It's just how it goes. they also coming off on the bye week, so again, hard to really move the needle for me. Uh, their most impressive game this year has been all the way back in week two when they beat the Chargers. They haven't really beaten anyone that's a real contender. The Eagles, the Panthers, the Giants, the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots are what, three and three, four and three, three and four, something like that? Three and four. I know they just mollywopped the Jets, the biggest blowout of the season by any team so far. But still, it's not yeah. enough. Not enough to be an impressive win for me by the Cowboys. I want them to get another impressive win. And looking down the line, Tom, they play the Vikings, the Broncos, and the Falcons. They're not going to move the needle for me in any direction unless they lose any of those. It's a tough games. game on Sunday Night Football this week at Minnesota. At Minnesota, two offenses can score. It's going to be high scoring. I think though that the de- the Dallas D is is far better than the Minnesota one, so maybe that could be. Kirk Cousins just can't throw towards Diggs. That's Kirk Cousins also can't seem to play well on on prime time. No, games, he never right? does. So can keep that in mind too. But their next biggest competition comes all the way in November, uh, November twenty first for that matter against the Chiefs. Is it? Is that really a big is competition? That, and again, you got to say, is that even that big of a right. competition? Then they play the Raiders, the Saints, the Washington football team, the Giants, the Washington football team again. You know what it but, smells like? It smells like the number one seed in the NFC. It sounds like they could just run through their a easy weak schedule. schedule. I don't see a legitimate competition for them, Tom, until January 2nd against the Arizona Cardinals. That game will be fun. Could also very well decide. Who the number oh, one? Oh, absolutely, is in the great NFC point. At that point, but so. again, to say that I don't see a good team on their schedule all the way till January shows that yes, even though they are what six and one, five and one, it's deserving. They're t- they're taking care of business, but it's they're not going to move much higher in my power rankings just because they're playing these lesser teams. Number seven for myself is the Cincinnati Bengals, oh. the most impressive team so far, or impressive should is the most wrong word. Surprising. surprising team is the right word so far in the NFL season. The offense we knew was going to be better. You thought Joe Burrow would take a step forward. There were question marks because you're coming off of that gruesome knee injury you wonder how he'd respond. Well, he's checked every box you could ever hope he'd respond with. He's been flawless so far this year. They add Jamar Chase. They've already had playmakers at the receiving position before adding him. Joe Mixon's been one of the better running backs in the past couple of seasons as well. Offensive line, a little bit of a question mark. 
Uh, Jackson Carmen, though, as a rookie, has been playing really well out of Clemson. So Not expecting him to have that good of a year. So offense far. was supposed to be solid, though. That was the one. The step forward this year was going to be offense. Okay, let's work on defense moving forward, and then we become a complete team. Well, the defense didn't get the memo because they are way ahead of schedule. They're one of the best sacking teams in the NFL. They're top 10 in sacks. Uh, they already have more sacks than they had a total of last season this year. Uh, they They are... Stout against the run. They're good against the pass. They don't give up an egregious amount of points. They're just a solid defense right now, and the sample size is getting big enough where you expect that to probably last for the remainder of the season. So Bengals looking more and more like a pretty complete football team. They got that win against the Ravens in blowout fashion, which, you know, as I was doing their schedule, I thought they'd landed eight wins maybe. But that's one I didn't expect them to grab, especially on the road. No. So, and especially in forty-one to seventeen fashion, I think this team can get to ten wins, and I think this I think team so can too. get to the playoffs this year. I think so too. It's scary to think of that as a possibility, being a Steelers fan living in Pittsburgh. But yeah, I think you're spot on with that. For me, my number seventeen, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, this is the lowest ranking I've had for the Bills since their Week One loss against the Pittsburgh Steelers. But as you said earlier, time after the Steelers lost, their only loss up until this point on the season uh, before they lost to Tennessee, they just ran through opponents. They had the only two um, shutout wins uh, up until a point, and those wins came as, like, what, 30 to nothing and then, like, yeah. 41 to nothing? Yeah. So they are running over teams. Uh, and it has nothing to do with losing a game t to kind of motivate them, but – Certainly, they'll want to gain traction back in the race for the number one seed in the AFC playoff race. And Miami is the perfect piece of meat to kind of bite into for them to get a, a big tear of that AFC playoff Agreed. race. Unfortunately, they might not gain any ground because the number one seed is playing the Jets this week. And uh, that number one seed is the Cincinnati Bengals. Is that your number 16? No, I already said the Bengals were seven. Oh, right, right, right. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, the Bills need to win to keep pace, but it will only be keeping pace. There will be no ground gained, mm -hmm. at least this week, because those damn Bengals, they're out in front, baby. And, and I don't see I don't see this being a trap game from Cincinnati at all. No. I think they're going to do exactly what they did to Detroit. I think they're going to just win from start to finish, uh, especially with Joe Flacco being the starting quarterback potentially oh, for the man. Jets. man. Number six, a uh, team that has had two very impressive wins, although you questioned last week's win because of the team they played, how impressive really are they. But I got the Tennessee Titans sitting at number ah, six so for do me. I. My highest-rated AFC football team in my power rankings right now is the Tennessee Titans. Oh, that's right. My top five is all NFC, baby. So I, I've yet to name one. AFC team? Uh -huh. But I, I like what I see from the Titans, man. I know they lost to the Jets, and that's disgusting, and I don't think you should forget about that. I think I that's think something so you should have in the back of your head anytime the Titans play. They can lay an egg. And they got a pretty tough matchup going to Indianapolis this week, so really excited to see the test there. But I will say this with Tennessee. It seems like they're the team that gets up for these big games, and it's the ones against the Jets or the Dolphins or the teams that are kind of the Texans. Those are the games they'll be close in. Those are the games they might lose because they're just their focus isn't there. But well, the Jets came in what week three? Yes. And since then they've eaten the Chiefs and the Bills. I and they were way up for that Bills game, way up for that Chiefs game. Not going to see them take a, a step back when a second place team. You're going to the second place team in your division's house, 
and they're desperately trying to get right back into that race. That's so a big game. It's a huge game, and I think the Titans win that game in a close one. I think it'll be a pretty nice game to watch, but I got the Titans winning that one, and I got the Titans pretty much rolling their way towards that AFC South crown and now sneakily throwing their hat in the ring for that one seed. So, I, I as I said, I have the Tennessee Titans also in number six. If the Chiefs were somewhat better than they are They'd right now. They'd probably be higher on my list. The, the Titans would be higher on my list. Because exactly. by weeding. Probably we, a top three weeding, team right now. By winning against the Chiefs, a top what? A po- probably a top three team right now. If, I, if I, the Chiefs I, were who to, we to thought they back were. To go back-to-back, Buffalo and yes. then Kansas City, yes. I don't think that's egregious to say at all. I think even if Indianapolis wins on Sunday, it'll still be the Titans winning that division and it'll still be the Titans fighting for that number one AFC playoff seed. I don't know if it lies against the, against the Colts here does any long-term damage to the success of this team by season's end. Now, now if Tennessee wins, right? If Tennessee comes away with a win, I I could say right now after week eight, give them the AFC South. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's over at that point. You knock the Colts down, uh, another peg, and you you gain even more. The Colts traction. have to sweep them in order to get into it, so they can't right. drop one to the Titans. They dug themselves too big of a hole to afford that. Right. Can, yeah. Number five, I got them Dallas Cowboys cracking mm. uh, or starting my top five here. Uh, such an impressive offense. I guess the one thing I would say that you'd have to be worried about if you're Cowboys fans is Dak Prescott's health, dealing with an injury heading into the bye. I think they're pretty optimistic he's going to be able to go on Sunday night against the Minnesota Vikings. By couldn't have come at a better time for him to get a little dinged up with his ankle. He was in a walking boot after the uh, win they had last week against the Patriots, or two weeks ago against the Patriots. So something to definitely keep your eye on if you're a Cowboys fan. It's something to kind of hold your breath on because, as you saw last year, when he goes, that team really seems to go south. So think they're a Super Bowl contender if he's healthy. I think there's a ton of Super Bowl contenders in the NFC out of nowhere all of a sudden. I think they're a strong contender for the one seed after the schedule we just laid out. Right. I think it's all about Dak staying healthy from here on out. And If Dak stays healthy, they should be, at worst, a three-loss team. Yeah, and I think that that's a real concern, though, is Dak's health. And, and I think that's something that Cowboys fans are probably holding their breath on. But you got one scare out of the way because the bye week took care of him potentially missing one game. So... Thank your lucky stars. Get it, Cowboys? Lucky uh, stars. They, they have a star for a logo. Exactly. Exactly, Jacob. Nice work. <laughs> Cowboys checking in at number five for me. That's fair. Number five for me, I have the Cincinnati Bengals. Ooh, the top-rated AFC team in Jacob's top power rated ranking. Top-rated AFC team in my power rankings for week eight. Just beating out the Titans. Just beating out, just beating out the Bills. And it's Cincinnati Bengals. You know what's weird, Tom? If you were to go on your phone and look up AFC playoff standings as of today, do you know who the top two teams are? The Bengals and the Raiders. And the Raiders? I'm telling you, man. So I want to apologize to the Raiders because they didn't even make it into my top 10. They They were in my top 12, possibly top 11. So I don't mean to be so disrespectful to you and so respectful to Cincinnati, but man... I think it just has to do with the shock value that Cincinnati is playing at this level on both offense and defense. It's the Joe Burrow factor, too. 
Derek Carr's been good, but Joe Burrow looks elite already. I think Joe Burrow is going to be a better quarterback in the NFL than Derek. Oh my God, I think he might already be there. I think he. Oh. I think he might already be there, my friend. Well, let's not forget. I Derek think we're Carr, looking more towards the the Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers range of things for Burrow. It's possible. Let's not forget Derek Carr in like his third year took the Raiders to a twelve and four record, and he got hurt in that last season finale game. So they had to go on the road against the Texans without him. It's true. Unfortunate for them. We don't know exactly what the Raiders could have accomplished with him healthy in the playoffs. Joe Burrow might do that in his second year, though. It's fair. <laughs> he's really good, man. He's I really am good. really – I'm I mean, smitten he's really good. I'm hey, smitten. I got, I got respect for him. I mean, I put them all the way up in my top five. Yeah, you did, uh, and I'm smitten for the guy. I, I, I'm smitten for the whole team. It's going to be awful having to play them for the next ten years. If they stay healthy and continue to build this way – it's going to be awful, dreadful. I mean, Lamar's good, don't get me wrong, and, and I think the Browns have a good team. That's the team that runs this division if they continue to build it and Because you don't expect Lamar to sustain his success with the amount of touches, the amount of usage he gets in Baltimore. Not only that, but they've been trying to get him a freaking playmaker in the receiving game since he's been there, and they can't, and they Bengals already have like three for Joe Burrow. So. Right. I think that team's going to be built up better than the Ravens And they are. all became playmakers when they arrived. Overnight. Like, so, no, 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 not just overnight. Oh, well, yeah, I guess yeah, so. But upon, upon arrival, though, like Tyler Boyd, playmaker. T. Higgins, playmaker. playmaker. Ultimate I mean, playmaker. You can't even call Jamar Chase a playmaker. He is, a, he is an all-pro receiver right now as a rookie. So I got the Bengals in my number five. Pains me to say it, but wow, they are, they are the best team right now in the AFC, I think. My number four team is a team that just took care of business from start to finish yesterday. A boring twenty or yesterday, last Sunday, a boring twenty-four to ten win over the football team. Not Green. really boring. Did you, I mean Taylor Haneke really made things interesting with that dive for the end zone? He scored ten points. I, I know, but still, it was an interesting sequence of events. Why would you dive for the end zone and mark yourself down and then and then get a goal line stand on the next play? It's just a weird because weird he's game. Taylor Haneke. Yeah, of course. But it wasn't boring. He's that not made good. it at least somewhat interesting. Is what I was, what I was trying to say. It was a ho hum performance for the Packers. You ever thought there was a threat that they would lose that football game? Nah. No, no number four no, on my no, list. No, no, no. I did not. No, I, I won't go that far. Green Bay lost their season opener to the Saints. They've won every single game since that point. They are number four on my I power think Aaron rankings. Aaron Rodgers has thrown one interception since in that. that game. Yep. They have the game of the year. On the schedule so far this Thursday night. I love that it's a Thursday night game. Packers, like, the best Thursday night game in recent memory, right? Packers going to Arizona to face off against the Cardinals, who I don't think it's a spoiler alert to say is number one in both of our power rankings right now. So that's a hell of a game. But yeah, I got the Packers at number four. Uh, that Saints loss was just a fluke at the beginning of the year. I think the fact that they've ripped off six straight wins is is proof in the pudding that that was just a complete fluke of a game and. They're the team that's won six straight more than they're the team that lost that ugly one to the Saints. Uh, there's no question in my mind about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And Aaron Rodgers can re rather repeat this to Packers fans every year, NFL fans every year. When they have that one bad loss or the two bad losses to start the season, R-E-L-A-X, relax, relax, chill out. I'm going to win six straight. Because I'm going to win ten straight possibly. I think I mean, they do beat the Cardinals on Thursday too. Where's the game in Green Bay? It's in Arizona. Oh. I I don't know. We'll I, see. It, this is such a Rodgers thing to do. I know. Just to give that team their only loss this year. Like, ugh. And then, they'd, and then they'd be in the driver's seat for the one seed, too. Of course. Too, so. Of course. Because they, the, they have the tiebreaker that matters over the best team. So, 
I have the Green Bay Packers also at number four. Kind of impossible to ignore them, right? I think so, too. They're so... The turnaround they've had since that loss against the Saints is just... It's, it's almost great. insulting to put them as low as number four. I agree. But it's that only loss that's probably These keeping top them four teams, I think you can make the argument for any of them. To Are we going to run the table with the same? Number well, three? I don't know. The Rams yes. and number three. Number three, the, Bucks, the Rams, number Bucks, two, two and the, Cardinals, and the number one. So our top four is the exact same. So Okay, so let's go with the Rams because, again... A little, uh, so not as boring as the Packers game. They ended up winning and and winning fa- and winning comfortably. But Dan Gamble's a dude. Dan Gamble is a gambler to onside kick on the start at, at the beginning of the game and then go for a fake punt. I mean, he he wanted to win that game. I don't you could tell. Yeah, that's a the thing that I like about that is there's so many times when coaches have nothing to lose and they still live in their fears to steal Mike Tomlinism. He did not. He has nothing to lose and he is not living in his fears. So, you know what? Doesn't that scare you a little bit for when they come to town too? That this guy's just a a, a gambler, a, a loose cannon almost yeah. now. And they're so bad though. I don't. think Here's it's the thing: matter. is that the team is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to be. He needs to be given a better team because I think he could be a good. You coach. like him, huh? You like the yeah. I mean, man I, like, Campbell. I like the risk. I like. The, I like the fact that he knows where he's playing right now with the team he's playing or the team he's coaching. He knows he's in that zero and seven hole. What else do you have to? Learn? And he also recognizes you don't beat a team like the Rams straight up. You got yeah. You, you got to get gimmicky by, by giving them the ball on fourth down, by giving them the ball on a kickoff. You got to get. You got to take that ball back with every chance you get. Matt Stafford continues to impress though since becoming an LA Ram. Yeah, uh, he's had one bad performance all year long, and that was in the loss to the Cardinals. But other than that, he's been pretty stellar. I mean, nothing I can really find that's a hole in his game. He really put it up the butt mm-hmm. of his old team against the Lions. Three touchdowns over 300 yards. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's 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 pick your poison with with Matt Stafford. Who who's going to have the better game? Is it going to be Robert Woods? It's going to be Tyler Higby. Lately, it's is going it to be is going to be Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup for the majority of the year, but still, he's he's given splash games to his tight end and his other receiver. Deshaun Jackson has had a couple of long touchdown Big, passes. Great pickup for them. Because oh. he just extends the field, that deep vertical threat. And they have one more kid who's a rookie, who I'm blanking on his name, but also a contributor. Well, that's what you're going to get when you get a better quarterback. You're going to see of these course. guys start to play better because it's not Goff distributing them the ball anymore. It's a fringe All-Pro, Matt Stafford. I don't even – I mean, he's been an All-Pro. Before, I'll say this. Right? He's a fringe Hall of Famer that won't get in because he spent too much time in Detroit. If he wins a Super Bowl with the Rams, he'll get he's in. in. But – he might have spent too long in Detroit, and it might have shot himself Maybe. in the foot. Van there. Jefferson is the name I was blanking on. Number two, we both have the Buccaneers. Tom Brady. I mean, they're just a wagon. They just every week they just seem to. Good luck. Every when you when you, they're the team I think in the NFL that do what the media and the fans expect them to do every week. Oh, they're gonna destroy the Bears, and Brady's gonna have an absurd game. And Brady's and they, gonna throw his six hundredth touchdown. And they go out and they do that. Well, they, and was, then he threw was, 601 was and 602 as well in that game. Right. Like, was it 21 to nothing in the first quarter, it, I believe? It was embarrassing, honestly, and you felt bad for the Bears, but uh, yeah. Th- you feel bad for the Bears? I why? Did. Wh- wh- why do they deserve any of my sympathy whatsoever? Be- I don't know. Why? Like, that stinks for a rookie quarterback in Justin Fields yeah, to have a bad coach Sorry. like that and just have Tom Brady just really go wrath of God on you. Sorry. 28-22 over the Eagles the week prior to that, but it was never close. 45-17 to over the Dolphins. Obviously, the Patriots gave them some trouble, and they lost to the Rams. But I just think this team is still my favorite to win the NFC. I, I think you'll get to the playoffs, and they might be the three seed behind maybe the Packers and the Cowboys. 
and they'll have to go on the road in the NFC Championship game probably. And it, it just – it's like the Bill Murray movie Meatballs. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter because they have number 12, and number 12 – I will never bet against him in a playoff game again until he decides think, to hang them up. I don't think you can because history has shown you you shouldn't, right? Of course. Last year, let's keep this in mind, the Buccaneers lost to the Saints. Twice the in the regular season. The Buccaneers lost <clears throat> to the Kansas City Chiefs. They lost to the Packers last year. No, the they actually season. beat the Packers. In the regular season? In the regular season. And it was actually— Oh, you're right. They were up 7 nothing. Rodgers did the belt, and then no. it was over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was close to the start, 38-10 final score. So the the Rams went in and beat and and beat the Buccaneers earlier this year. So here we go again. I I kind of fully expect Tom Brady to say, "Oh, Matt Stafford, you you think you think you're gonna get your first NFC Super Championship win? game? You think this is gonna be your your Hall of Fame solidifying year? Ha ha. Get you know who I am? I'm the guy who's about to win my eighth Super Bowl." On the way to beat you can really you on the way. you can really make the argument that Tom Brady is the reason why Mahomes doesn't have three Super Bowls right now too. Sure, beating him in one and then he beat him in the AFC, in the AFC championship, championship game, game on the way the to first year, one. the very first year. So this guy's just ruining youth and potentially veteran <laughs> legacies every step of the way at forty four years old. And then number one, obviously, the Arizona the Cardinals team, yeah, seven and right. zero. Got to put them at the top because uh-huh. they haven't stumbled yet. But like I said. I think they fall on Thursday night to the okay, Packers. Okay, but how far would they fall in your power rankings next week if they lose to Green Bay? Green Bay shoots up to number one for me. I'd probably flip them. I'd probably put them at number four. That's fair. Yeah, but I, I think they're going to lose that game. I, it's possible. I'm feeling some faith in Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. It's possible. That'll do it for this episode of Steelers Standard. Thanks, as always, for listening. We'll be back again with some more episodes this week, further breaking down Steelers and Browns this Sunday in Cleveland. For Jacob Recht, I'm Tom Opperman. We'll talk to you guys on our next episode.